It's Friday night. It's 7 o'clock. It's time for the sports phone. All right, Friday night, it is July 30th, and it is time for another edition of Sports Phone here on KZYX. Jerry, in the, uh, I was going to say in the studio, but that's very much not true. Uh, Jerry is in, uh, this, that is me, I'm in the uh, in my house. Uh, Jim is in the Philo studio. Jim, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm uh, I'm off the air next week, Jerry. It's, yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that at the end of the show. But, um, I mean, we'll talk yeah, about we do it at the end. Yeah, we'll definitely get the... We'll talk about what we're going to do yeah, we, next week, but um, I know what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be recovering less than 48 hours from a total hip replacement. You will still be in the in the drug haze, I would imagine, 48 hours later in some in some form. Uh, what I suggest, if anyone questions that, is to look up the procedure of a total hip replacement. <laughs> and when you see it, when, and, or actually it'd be a great thing to Google the tools used for a total hip replacement. And you will see many tools that are, that are in the carpenter world, a mini sawzall, a mini, mm -hmm. mini Dremel tool and a mid, uh, a mini drill. Those, those are all, yeah, probably a mini hammer, all those things. Yeah. No, yeah. So I guess we'll talk about it real quick now. We might as well mention it. Yeah. So Jim will be yeah. out next week. That will be the first, uh, whether it be the first August edition of the Sports Phone. Uh, but we will have a show. I will be here and a special guest will be joining us. Uh, not, not anyone that on the show of our listeners are going to recognize. Um, my former college roommate and former college sports broadcasting partner, uh, Mr. Chad Swan, will be joining me uh, on the sports phone and he will be, he will be stepping in for Jim. Uh, Chad and I have some experience. We've done a lot of college broadcasting of live sports. We also did a radio show together, uh, kind of an early iteration of the sports phone on our college radio station at Linfield. We did a, a version of that. Uh, for about a year so I, i'm looking I, forward to having chad in the studio uh well not in the studio but chad at my house uh next week that should be a fun time i had um i called that show regularly when you did it yeah it was, it was once a week right yeah once a week and it was on did it saturday have, nights sunday nights i think it was sunday did nights. it have a name uh i don't remember I don't I think remember. We called it, I think we called it the sports hour. If I if, yeah. if I had to guess, but but it was fun. I mean, it was it was very laid back. I think even more laid back than this show. Um, you know, we did a lot of uh, we kind of you know did what we wanted. It was it was just a college radio station, so it was just it was chill time. It was fun time for sure. Uh, but yeah, Chad will be back next week. I'm looking forward to uh, talking sports with him for the hour. I Speaking do of talking sports, uh, that is what the sports phone is all about. So if you're new to the show, this is an open forum sports talk show. Jim and I are here to talk about sports. We've played, we've coached, we've participated, we've been fans uh, in some way, shape, or form our entire life. That's what we're here to do on the sports phone. Uh, we want you, the listeners, to give us a call and bring up topics. We don't care what level it's at, pro, college, high school, uh, rec league, whatever it is, wherever it is in the world. If you want to talk about sports, we encourage you to give us a call and uh, ask us your questions, give us your opinions on stuff. Whatever you want to talk about, give us a call in the world of sports. The number to do that is 707-895-2448. Give us a ring if you want to talk about sports. No guests this week. Phone lines are open, 707 895 Two four four eight. Give us a ring if you want to talk about sports. Anything going on in the world of sports? I especially like it, Jer, when when people try to stump the hosts. When people mm -hmm. people ask us questions, and, and we um, between your Google and my uh, 
good memory, <laughs> we try we try to answer the questions. I, I may have a few stump the host for the for the uh, listening audience uh, today. May turn some of our conversation. I'm, I'm just in the uh, asking questions mode. I think I think this week we've got a call, Jer. You're on the sports phone. Hi, uh, can I be on the air? You're on the air. Oh, I am. Yep. This is wonderful. The difficulty that this tennis player who had to withdraw and Simone Vile who had to withdraw. And I want to draw a parallel between that and what I've heard of baseball pitchers who get what they call the snipes. Have you ever heard of that? The snipes, Jared? You know what the snipes are? I've heard of the yips. Um, I've never heard of the snipes. The yips? Huh. Yeah. Well, I think the same thing is going on with those women, the drive to make yourself perfect, to do everything perfectly, and all of a sudden you're in the middle of a spit. Okay. And, you know, the pitcher who has the snipes, his balls start going wild, and he begins to wonder if he can ever get him over the plate again. It's really a deadly thing, and I wanted to express as much support for these women as I possibly can. Some people are giving her a bad time. Okay, so we immediately let, let, let me let me sum this up for a second. You've cut out a few times. Your your connection uh -huh. is cut out a few times, and Jerry heard it. I think I heard it a little better. So I'm going to sum up what you're saying, and then I want you to just make sure I'm right. Jerry, this caller is. Um, if you didn't get it all, I got enough of it. I, I, I got enough of it. She, she wants to talk about. I, I really believe the anxiety that would drive someone to away from an Olympic sport, and I, th I believe the two names right now are S Simone Biles, Biles, and um, the tennis player, help Na me out Naomi, here, Na Naomi Osaka. Naomi Osaka, and then the Snipes, which caller Jerry has confirmed is the same as the Yips, um, is, is when a, a pitcher, or I think it's when anybody freaks out and in, in misses five foul shots in a row in basketball, whatever. That's it's, what we're yeah, getting it's at. It's a lack of, it's, it's a competence thing. More, so, more than anything else. So, caller, are you asking us, or do you have more to say about it? You know, I, I would hear you guys further discuss this, uh, and I'm going to get off the air. Thank you. Awesome. It, it's funny, Jim. That we, <laughs> we actually we, talk, we talked about this before the show, very briefly. Well, I actually said, "Do you want to bring it up?" And you sort of said, "You know, it's it's pretty mainstream." We try to talk about issues more than mainstream, but whatever the reason was, I'm not sure we would have. And now I think we got it front and center here. Oh, so I'll say the same thing I said to you before we started the show about my yeah. take on this. And this is one of those stories. So, if if the, if any if there, if there are any listeners that are a little unfamiliar with it, uh, Naomi Osaka, arguably the best women's tennis player in the world, uh, Simone Biles, hands down the best gymnast in the world. It's like it's not even close. Not it's by, even close. It, it's yeah. not even close. Um, they both pulled out of their respective events for the Olympics, more or less. And again, I'm generalizing here to kind of keep the flow of conversation going, more or less for mental health reasons, ultimately. 
like I think if you if you want to really kind of do it from a broad space, like broad space. Biles might have had a, a some form of physical injury, but I believe there was a mental health side of it as well. My my take on this is this is one of those things that I don't understand why it's an issue. In, in the sense of and what I mean by that is like if you need to take a break because of mental health, take a break. Like I, I don't understand why people make a big deal of these things. Like Kevin Love, who is an NBA player, he got in the same kind of hot water at one point. It's like, well, why does he have mental health problems? Why does he have to take time off? It's because he's a person, right? It's like, I, I just don't understand why this is as much of a thing as, as it has been made out to be. It's like, if they need a break, they need a break. Who cares if it's a year before the Olympics or a minute before the event starts? Just take a step away if you need time off. Well, I, I, mean, it's, I, I don't... I, I, I don't understand why this is a, a problem. Like, why people make this a story just frustrates me. It's like, they, they took time off, so what? Like, Hello. Great, good for them. Call, call you on the air. Yeah, hey, it's W. Dan. Uh, so, I think it's a bit different between Osaka and Biles. So, uh, Biles talked about something called the twisties, and gymnasts all over the world were like, oh, yeah, we know exactly what that is. So you imagine you're a gymnast and you're doing, you know, you go off and you do a couple of side twists and then over, you're tumbling in all sorts of different directions. The twisties apparently are where you're like, oh, crap, I don't know where I am, uh, whether I'm supposed to go left or right. Now, Osaka, if she misses a, you know, she does a serve and, you know, she's mentally not there and she keeps going out of bounds, that's one thing, but Biles, if she forgets where she is in her routine and comes crashing down, she can break her neck and end her, you know, walking career, not just her sports career. Sure. So for gymnasts, it's entirely different. So for Biles, it's it's uh, she did the right thing because a lot of gymnasts talked about trying to muscle through what they call the twisties and seriously hurting themselves. So I think it's just a different thing. You, I guess, so Dan, you, you would consider that outside of a mental health reason? Like, would you call that different? Because I just would have considered that, again, yeah, like I a mean, form of mental I think health. I mean, and they're both tied together. I mean, yes, it's definitely mental. Right, right. Um, but you're starting to question your ability to do this thing. And it's not just sure. questioning your ability to do it. It's when you're in the middle of a routine, when things should just be, you've been doing this for years, it should just be muscle memory. Um, you know, you're getting, you know, you're, you're, you're moving yourself around in these different positions. It should just be rote, but uh, they talk about the twisties and she mentioned, you know, I, I got the twisties and suddenly gymnasts all over the world were like, oh yeah, I know exactly what this is. And, and there were gymnasts giving testimony about, oh yeah, this is a, a real serious thing. So to me, it seems like a physical brain chemistry thing. Uh, I'm going to jump sure. in here, Jared. And, and, and it goes, it goes, oh, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Yes, yeah, let me have a turn here. Uh, it almost sound, yeah. sounds like you're justifying Biles, Dan, and I know you well, and I don't think you're doing this. It almost seems like you're justifying Biles with saying Osaka should have stayed in there, whereas her basic excuse, I watched Wimbledon, and I watched her talk about it, or her, I read about it, she was just freaking out. She couldn't deal with the media anymore. And I think Correct. that's just as strong. Of a, I don't care if it's dangerous or not. I think it's just as valid as a reason. Yeah, I mean, we can all sympathize. You know, if we were under the, we were in the spotlight and had to do 
suppressors and answer all these dumb questions that you've answered a million times before, we'd get tired of that. So I, I can, I can uh, sympathize with, with uh, Osaka, but for me, what Simone Biles did when she pulled out, oh, that I was see. her for physical preservation, not mental preservation. It was like, I don't want to get a hurt. I am not 100% here like I know I need to be, and if I'm not 100%, I can break my neck. Dan, li- li- listen, listen up, he's, Dan. He's just going to lose a tennis match. Dan, I'm, sure. I'm going to take I'm going to take another call. I want you to listen up because I think I think you are going to spur some conversation here. Great. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Hey guys, how are we doing tonight? Hey Vince. Hey Vince. Okay. I agree with W and. Jimmy Siller? Yeah, can you hear Vince? I, I he, No, I cannot. Vince, you're cutting out like crazy. Can you hear us? Try again. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, you're good now. Um, if you fade out again, I'm going to take another call and then try again. Okay. So, can you hear me now? Yep, you're good. Okay, so Simone, I, I think Simone Biles had the mental things first, and that led to the... Uh, it's very comparable to Osaka. Osaka has the mental issue, and she mishit a tennis ball. The same with Christie is because she was mentally not able to. Vince, we're going to hang up. Call, call back, Vince. Hello, caller, you're on the air. Hey, um, yeah, gremlins abound on the phones, I guess. Um, I, I, I gotta say, it, it's everybody gets them. The twisties, yeah. whatever you want to call. I was a chef for decades. I flipped tens of thousands of eggs, and suddenly, I couldn't flip an egg and not break a yolk to save my life. <laughs> Do I literally, this is, everybody gets them. If you get, I'm not claiming any level with Simone Biles, but everyone, if you start doing muscle memory stuff, and at W Dance closest, I think it's a, you know, the physical mental, I call it becoming a zombie to where, you know, the lizard brain takes over and you stop really paying attention to what's going on because you've done it for so long. That it just is like okay, I don't have to worry about this anymore. Um, the, I, I'm sure everyone has experienced them. Uh, the yips I thought was the extra little adrenaline oomph when you're putting that <laughs> makes you hit the ball a little harder. That's when I first heard the term yips. Uh, I think so. That's interesting. <laughs> let me take. Let me take another. Yeah, point. I've always. I've, yeah, I've heard. Yeah. I've heard yips. As as like I I hear it a lot in golf where like they just forget how to swing a golf club, so I think it's the same idea, right? That's how I've always heard the yips used. Sure, we got another call. So far, yeah. I'm collecting vocabulary here. Call your next here. Hang on, we got the twisties, the yips, and the snipes. Hold on a minute. Hello, hello, you're on the air. Some, a lot of times when you're a gymnast, it's yeah. the equilibrium in your inner ear can go yeah. haywire. And there are people who spatially have problems locating where they are. Yeah. And if the gymnast, after doing a lot of flips and a lot of different things, uh, and it can happen to swimmers too, um, that there can be a spatial thing within your inner ear that completely changes where you're at. And W. Dan's right. Those people can get injured in a severe way and can completely um, destroy 
um, their physical ability to walk or just have um, the ability to 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 function in in uh, in the world. If you is that the same? If, if wait a minute, Jim, if, you, sorry. If, if you miss on the vault or the parallel bars, if you just if if you're flipping, <laughs> if you're turning in any way, it can affect your inner ear. Hmm. And it can change your spatial reality of where you are. It's not, it's not brain chemistry, and it's not a, a mental thing. It's actually a physical thing within your inner ear and how it affects your equilibrium. So it, it's funny, caller. I think the comparison I can draw to this, and Jim, I think you'll have some experience with this. It sounds really similar to – I have friends that are pretty – it, that are like big time surfers and they've explained mm -hmm. is it a similar idea to where like if you get caught underwater tossed around like you forget what, what direction is up like that's kind of the same idea same in idea. a way i think right huh. or so you just totally lose your awareness of where you are almost it, it could be with surfing although you don't really have the uh, i don't know surfing i don't surf what i know is i have had yeah. it's a it's a dizziness and it's a it's a, an equilibrium sure. thing that changes how your perception is um, in how you view the world, it's just really yeah, bizarre, yeah. and it is not a—it's not a mental thing. It's not a brain chemistry thing. It has to do with your inner ear and how you spatially uh, relate to the world. It's kind of like your internal GPS. Thanks for the call. That's yeah, that, that's yeah. a wonderful explanation. Hello, yeah. call. You're on the air. Oh hi. Hey, I, I just want to echo in on all everybody has said. Yeah, this is a physical thing. I'm an old bicycle racer, and, and the same kind of thing happened to me when I was, like, caught after just, like, you know, powering up a hill and a combination of oxygen, and you become disorientated. And I didn't even know where the hell I was, you know? <laughs> I, so, so Jared, I think we're taking this one step further than everyone's just a little bit nervous. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yep, I, I buy that. Jeez. Wow, yeah, but, uh, it's just—it's also a physical thing. It's not a mental breakdown, you know. Yeah, hmm. yeah. yeah, But I think they are tied like, well, together Mara, in she some didn't way. Have a mental breakdown, you know. She wasn't like incapable of winning the gold. She just, you know, she just said, "Hey, this is a, you know, this is a physical type of thing," you know. Huh. It's like a, you I, know, I, something your body does, it just burns out. I mean, I mean, she's, and it was great. I, 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 I love the Hmong people, man. They, these people are some wonderful people. I happen to know them, work with them in the, over in Auckland. And so that's, so, so the, the end result of what happened is this wonderful woman, yeah, young woman, you know, from the Hmong people who are just uh, more hard-working refugees. These people are tough people from the mountains. You know, the border of Vietnam and stuff, driven, you know, out of their country. And, and once again, some refugees have you know, saved us for Olympic gold. <laughs> Thanks for the call. You're on the air with a sports phone. Oh, hey, guys. Can you hear me now? You're real clear now. Yes. Oh. Beautiful. Yeah, sorry about that. I'm out here in the uh, Comshi Hills, so I uh, had to do a little bit of hiking, but I uh, feel good. Um, 
so what I was trying to say earlier was that I think W. Dan had a little bit of a point about the the biggest difference between Osaka and Biles was the, the physical harm that could potentially happen. But I believe, kind of like what you were just saying, Jerry, is that the mental lapse, the mental stress, the mental health part of it leads to the physical deterioration because your focus isn't there. And muscle memory can only take you so far. Oh, you guys, can you hear me? Oh, no, I can. Yeah, sorry. I, so, sorry, I have, I I have a trouble. I have a trouble. I, I agree, I think, with you, Vince. I have a trouble separating the mental from the physical in this case. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think that they're 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 separatable. I think it's it's like a chicken and the egg thing where I think physical like a, a physical blocker, like to use Biles thing of like she she forgets like her equilibrium or whatever, that leads to a lack of confidence, right? I think it can happen the other way around where I think just mental exhaustion or like mental stress can also lead to lack of physical performance. So I, I think it's impossible to separate the two. I, I think they're absolutely related. Um Go ahead, Vince. Totally. Because you mentioned uh, um, another athlete that had promoted this recently, and Michael Phelps <laughs> is another great one. Yeah. Who, who's yeah. A, like, like Biles, an absolute dominant in his sport, and he dealt with that the whole time. You, you mentioned Kevin Love, which right. is another great right. example. But Michael Phelps is able to get through his Olympic career without ever having to pull away from an event, but he mentioned how difficult that was carrying the burdens that these people have to carry. You know, everyday Joes don't understand the level of pressure put on some of these people to be, uh, and I think Biles probably feels that more than Osaka. Osaka's career hasn't quite had the accolades yet that Biles does, but it could. And, and, and that pressure, if you already have some mental doubt of yourself, which I think this is kind of where it comes from, no matter how good you are, that self reflection and that self-doubt can be uh, a killer to you if you allow it to. And, and when you have that much pressure, I think it, it opens it, up, it opens you up doubting yourself more. Hmm. Very yeah. well, very well put, Vince. Well, I like this topic as much as I don't like it in a way because it's a bummer, but I, I think it's very important uh, that this is recognized now because obviously we talk about injuries and concussions and how back when you played gym or I was in high school, like that wasn't even talked about. It was like, get up, rub some dirt on it and get back out there. That's, that's what I mean. It's, it's, um, and, uh, you know, I have heard, I'm going to put him in the idiot category that, you know, the women can't handle the pressure. I mean, I've actually heard someone say that and that's, that's getting crazy. Vince, would I challenge you something? Vince, I want to say one thing here and I'm going to take another call is that, and I'd like you to keep, if you can call, then I imagine you can keep listening. Um, this is in the honor of Paul McCarthy. You have hiked somewhere to get service. And that's what Paul used to have to do to, to call us when he was at home. <laughs> well, you know what? I, if I have to channel my Paul to get somewhere, I will do it. And I appreciate everything, guys. I will keep listening. And if I call back, I will. You're on the air, the sports phone. Hi, guys. This hey. is uh, Patty, your, your doctor. Oh, with a, I do want to make an introduction. Hi, Patty. This is Patty, <laughs> the sports phone doctor. And um, I will remind people at the end of this call what we might be doing on the sports phone. But let's hear your take, Patty. This is wide open. 
Yeah, I'm calling from uh, Sonoma County, which is where from where I will be calling uh, moving forward. Um, so I, I think, first of all, I just wanted to thank um, both of you for, um, I don't know, uh, continuing to talk about this topic. And I think, um, you know, especially, I mean, both of your comments have been incredibly sensitive and, you know, treating these athletes as the very human people that they are. So I just want to say that I appreciate that. Um, the second thing I wanted to say, I just wanted to expand on what a previous caller had said about the inner ear issue and like the, the equilibrium thing. Um, so, you know, the, our sense of up down um, is based off of the way fluid moves within like the inside of the ear so it's a it's like a closed chamber and there are what are called like hair cells um, which you know and, and depending on how that like how those cells sense the movement of the fluid that tells your brain which directions up and which direction is down um, and so there are people who have vertigo um, where the room is spinning for and, and and they're actually not physically actually spinning. Um, that is that is an inner ear problem. Um, so that was just to kind of clarify what she said. That's not what I'm understanding that that Biles is experiencing. Um, but but just to kind of, just so that people um, to expand a little bit on on what she had said. And then the last thing that I was going to say was um, I think I think we we can get ourselves into trouble by you know, being judge and jury of like, this is a valid reason to drop out. And this is not a valid reason to drop out. I mean, I think we should trust these athletes. I mean, I, and and again, I I appreciate that both of you have been saying this. Um, I think we need to trust them. And, and, you know, if, if Biles would have continued, I mean, in addition to to her own safety, which should be the only thing that she is focused on um, her performance, you know, in addition to like costing her, like her, uh, her uh, future sporting career, could have cost them a medal at all like they may not have even meddled if she would have continued and so and she felt um really confident in her teammates and and was telling them that was just like you guys don't even need me (laughs) you guys are all incredibly talented um so so i think um and then in terms of Osaka, I thought that she did participate in the Olympics, but she just didn't have a great showing, like that she was eliminated um, pretty early. But either way, I think, I think again, like just trusting these athletes because it's it's really their lives, you know, and it's their body and it's their um, mental health. And, and, you know, once they're out of the spotlight, I mean, are we going to take care of them? Are we, are we signing up for that? And if the so. answer is no, then I don't think that they, that they owe us anything. I think we've proven ourselves with the treatment of the service people in the VA. Where's our sensitivity for someone that may have gone to the ultimate event, if you will, and then got hurt and we didn't follow up with them? Is that what we're going to do to the athletes too? That's a good point, Patty. You you somehow explain scientifically the, the inner ear issue. You got anything to say about the twisties, the yipes, and the snipies? <laughs> no, I mean, and I, I think, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know that a lot of these athletes would even characterize the issue as mental. I mean, I was reading a little bit about um, what Biles was saying about it today, and she was just like, <laughs> I, I mean, I think 
you know, making obviously ruling out any serious medical condition, you know, like a tumor or something. And I, that's more what I mean. I'm not saying mental health isn't serious, but I mean something that is going to kill somebody right away um, and or or cause profound disability. I think barring that, I mean, does it really matter, like, the why? I mean, whether it's a physical thing that we don't understand yet or it's, like, a mental thing. Because, I mean, that's the other thing. What if in, like, you know, 50 years we find the the cause the underlying cause of like the yips and the twisties i mean you know i we just we just don't know and we're not them and you know i have no idea what it's like to perform at that level or to do the amazing things that she and all these other athletes are doing so um i just think again i just think we need to trust them and not shame them yeah think think that i'm gonna take another call in a second but i want to end this on I think what you just said is exactly what happened to the repetitive nature of concussion. We had no idea that we were throwing people back out on the field. We thought they were over it like the common cold after a certain amount of time when their headache went away. And then we find out these are cumulative and we're killing people. I think it's very similar. Just because we don't know, maybe we should listen to these people. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Ben. All right. Bye. You're on the air. Oh, hi there. Yeah, thanks for taking the call. Um, I just want to build on the um, the excellent comments, I think, of the last caller, and, and it's an excellent thread. I think you guys have opened up tonight. Um, the neuroscience on body position is known as proprioception, which is your sense of body in space, where your body is at any one moment. And we know um, from a lot of research that any disorientation of that can lead to nausea, it can lead to vomiting, and your previous caller mentioned vertigo, and that's certainly the case in vertigo. Um, when you put this together, um, health is, we often, you know, we, we, we often think about health in categories like mental health, physical health, emotional health. Health is actually about holism, it's, it's the whole experience so it'll have an aspect whether it's mental physical emotional or maybe all of that all together and confidence um, is a, a very important component of that so the other piece about the a previous caller mentioned the GPS system and this is this is to do with what's called the hippocampus which is um, a small it's a, a, a two like two little almonds that are actually located um, in the limbic system of the brain, you go through the, the nose and it's just like inside there. And that's where the GPS system of the brain is. And that's to do with memory. So, you know, when you, when you, when you remember how to go to, you know, drive to a certain place or to walk through your office or your home or whatever, the hippocampus is the place that stores that. And it's also where the, the, the memory base is for it. And this is the thing with very complex moves, like Simone Bills is, you know, a master at. Those complex moves are really stretching both the hippocampi in terms of muscle memory and also proprioception. So given how critical um, that performance is under great pressure with all this added stress of competitive stress, um, and the fact that a, a, a wrong move or an inability to maintain that kind of routine could lead to very disastrous consequences, as W. Dan was saying. 
this all explains to me why she made the right choice. And, you know, I think super important, as the previous caller said, is to put safety first. So that's, you know, that's part of my discipline, by the way, is, is neuroscience. And um, so that made me give a little sort of technical flavor, if you will, to what may have been going like on it. for her. Yeah, I, I like it. No, I, I love it. I... Go ahead, Jim. Um, I, I really like it. And I just got a text back. Uh, Patty, Patty says the guy's right on. Um, you just got the... Uh, the approval of the sports phone doctor caller. Well, I'm pleased to hear that, and uh, thank him for his uh, or her for her remarks. But yeah, you know, whenever we're dealing with you know very subtle and very complex uh, physical moves, you know, whether it's sport or not, um, I know from speaking to people that do complex aeronautics in airplanes, um, where they often you know, experience of a temporary disorientation. And, um, you know, the, the consequences can be disastrous. So, again, I think, you know, safety and care and not judging someone for making that choice. I think she made a very responsible choice. And um, I can understand why people are upset because, you know, national pride and all that. But I think her safety comes first. But Anyway, excellent thread, gentlemen. And thank you so much for, you know, letting this sort of follow itself through. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for the call. That really summed up a lot of stuff from a neuroscience standpoint. Let me take another call. Try that again, caller. I lo your first one I lost of the day. Chair, that was 35 minutes. There is not one red light blinking. And uh, as I said, that, that last uh, gentleman from a neuroscience standpoint, hello, caller, you're on the air. I thought that last caller really summed up stuff that Patty was saying from a neuroscience standpoint. What do you have for the sports phone? Yeah, yeah I'd like to take them from a slightly different uh, um, sort of angle based on some of the things I'm hearing from people like Michael Bispeg or other people that are talking about it from the sense of, oh, you know, she should have had the guts to keep going. And I heard a politician out of Texas going, oh, she's a national embarrassment. And, like, somehow it was their duty to, uh, you know, throw themselves on the spears of the enemy in the name of glory of our country. And, you know, and I've heard enough of this that it just is starting to really irritate me hearing that. And it reminds me of a story I read when I was a little kid talking about him in the early, you know, um, Olympics in Greece when they had wrestling. Um, if you didn't tap out, the person would just keep going until they ripped your shoulder out of the socket. And there was an example of that in the story where somebody in the name of the honor of his family would not top out and therefore tap out. Therefore, he's going to spend the rest of his life, you know, with his destroyed shoulder. And... You know, and I thought of Michael Bisbeg saying that, you know, she wasn't that tough and other people commenting on it from that angle. And then I just thought about an MMA match because they were comparing it to an MMA match. And these suckers tap out all the time. You know, you're going to go. They're saying, oh, we're so tough. We go in there when we hurt. You know, we, we fight anyway. No, they don't. They don't get up off their stool when they're too injured or somebody gets them in a compromising position. Instead of getting your shoulder ripped out of the socket, you tap out. Okay, now how are you going to tap out in the middle of, you know, you know, a double-twisting rear pike pull layout? You know, no. You have to tap out first 
you have to have enough, you know, wherewithal to know things aren't going right and do it first. Because once you are committed, you are done. You don't get to tap out halfway through. And and the, to these people that are saying that she doesn't have the guts or the honor or the she's a natural embarrassment because she didn't do it. I just look at him like, dude, you're the guy. Okay, let's see you go out there and not tap out when somebody's ripping your shoulder out of the socket. And these people are just being ridiculous. And it's nothing. It has to do with just understanding and being at the top levels of your sport and knowing this is not the day. Yeah. No. And and that and that's kind of goes back to what I I started this with. It's like. I don't really think it matters why she backed out. If she backed out, she backed out. It's her choice. Like, I, I don't think there's – because we had the, the caller that was talking about from a neuroscience standpoint said, oh, it was – you know, she made the right choice. Like, I don't think there's a wrong choice ever. If, if she didn't want to compete, I really don't think the, the, the reason matters. Like, I, you have to respect that. It's, it's her choice, whatever the reason. So, yeah, I, I'm with you, caller, in the sense of anyone that's calling her an embarrassment or scared to – fight through it or whatever it's just i i don't agree and and i'm with you it's just but i take it a step further it's just, i don't think there was a ever a wrong choice if someone doesn't want to participate if for whatever reason if you back out i i don't see why or how you can't respect that choice that like from well, just such a zoomed out level that's where this where, gets me there are cases where we don't accept that right and if you just think about it from a military perspective if you're a squad and you're going into something and somebody just says, I can't handle it. You know, we have all through history shot the person that moved out of the back of the, uh, the trenches instead of charging. I mean, it was standard procedure. So people that look at it from that perspective, you know, the general who's when some of his troops don't want to go into battle and die confronting the enemy, you know, they'll have orders out, you know, all through history. There have been examples of people shooting their own people or with bows and arrows or whatever it is because they didn't go into battle as they were forcing them to. And that's kind of the argument that people are using that are saying she should have done it anyway, which to me in the world we live in is absolute crap. But with a lot of my family in the military, sometimes in a unit there is an absolutely essential individual who if they don't do your job, you all die. And that's sort of the kind of argument I hear people do using, sure. which is absolutely ridiculous from a sports perspective. Let's take another one. I yeah. I, I, I just want to throw in there, um, no matter what we bring up, there's, um, through, I don't want to blame Texas for everything, Jer, but there's going to be somebody that, don't do that. that makes... They were in Texas. Don't do you that. Don't right? condemn... <laughs> Hold on, I got another call. Don't, don't condemn a whole state, Jim. That's not worth it. Don't do it. Hello, you're on the air. Yeah, so I just want to throw out a positive tangent to this discussion for for people to talk about, because kind of an amazing thing, you know, just yesterday or today, uh, Suni Lee uh, took the gold in all-around gymnastics. Uh, and so, you know, Simone Biles dropped out, and then her teammate picked up the gold, and, and uh, it's kind of a beautiful yeah. thing. So there's a positive. Yeah, and caller, did, <laughs> take your discussion. Caller, yeah. did you did you happen to did, caller? Did you happen to see the video of Biles celebrating with uh with I forget her name, but Lee? Like after she came off the, like the stage with the gold medal, did you happen to see the little backstage video of those? No, two? I, I didn't see it. 
I was about to do it, and then, and then the sports phone started. So I'm gonna wa- and I, I'm, oh, I'm gonna it. watch. Yeah. I'm gonna watch her performance. That's what I want to see. Cindy Lee's performance. Yeah. Uh, well, no. It, yeah. If if you have a chance to watch that, the little backstage uh, video, like Biles is as excited that she, that her teammate won that gold as Biles was to win her old gold medal, like her own medal. Like she was. Yeah. Yeah, she yeah. was so excited. It that's, was so cool to see. That's a great statement. Yeah, she said something. It was on the radio today. She said something like, uh, "Hey, you guys, didn't, you don't need me." <laughs> you know, it was a beautiful thing. Right, right. It was really a beautiful thing. Thanks for the yeah, call. Okay, that's what I got to say. I, uh, that's a nice way to turn this conversation. <laughs> I was getting pretty hairy there. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm going to drop out here. Thanks. Really appreciate Thank it. Thank you. You're on the air. Oh hi! I was hearing that whole conversation. Okay, I'm really feeling like people are getting this. This woman is a total hero for standing in her authenticity and integrity. Do you know how hard it must have been for her not to follow through and take a stand? Plus the fact that she's coming back after the only performer who is uh, athlete that came back to that gym team after all that uh, horrible thing that happened with the uh, abuse. So this is the hero, and I think we're seeing something different in this Olympics. We are seeing young women uh, standing for themselves. They are not just performing for the audience. They are athletes. Just and I'm not saying all the men. All the men I've heard, most of them have been right up there in 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 hearing this. This is very emotional for me. I'm not an athlete. I'm a dancer, but I I feel. You know, the Olympics has to look at itself. It's like, it's not, you know, the century that it started. And throwing up and and, and getting sick and doing it is not a sign of a champion anymore to us or to most people. Um, so to me, she, and celebrating with her team, it was not just about competition. It was about doing your best and I think she should be celebrated. And the other thing, of okay, one woman short, the Olympics said they're too short. Then the women did say they didn't want to wear bikinis. Then the, the African-American uh, women wanted to wear certain bathing caps. You know, this is real people competing. It's not just about a bunch of rules. So things are changing. Thank you for listening. Thanks for your show. I am not an athlete, like I said, but I really do listen to your show when I'm home. I find you have very interesting uh viewpoint and i appreciate it so thank you 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 summed up this whole um this whole discussion i really appreciate it well jared we again um if you were one of those people trying to get in the phone lines are open hello you're on the air yeah um i have two two comments one is that um nobody's talked about the fact that the change of geography I don't know if there's anything magnetic in the, on the planet in terms of the spinning. Um, they had a 6.1 earthquake just south of Japan that day, and I think that that's, uh, you know, biologically, uh, geologically, can there, if there are magnetic things that are going on, dogs bark before an earthquake. You know, that might be a factor of some kind in terms of spinning and moving. You know, we, we don't always know how, when she was talking about the inner ear, how that's impacted. So, uh, and the other thing was, when I went to church this last Sunday, the Special Olympics, um, when somebody stops and falls, the whole team stops and they pick up the person that has, that has you know, been injured. 
until they're up on their feet and then they proceed. And I love that. My minister is in a wheelchair. And I just think that, you know, if we can see us as teams and as, as working together for the betterment of the, the, the whole tribe, you know, that this was a, a wise move on the part of the woman to know that, you know, she could get hurt. And I appreciate the, con- the conversation that we're having. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, there. See, see if we can get there now. Uh, we have 15 minutes left here, and we have no calls right now. All right. Well, let's stay on. Wait, Miss Seven Zero Seven Eight Nine Five Two Four Four Eight. Do we do we have this the Olympics edition at this point? Uh, yeah, we're gonna stay on the Olympics. Uh, I'm not giving you multiple choice. We're gonna stay on the Olympics <laughs> for our next topic, and this is gonna be a lot more fun. I think. Well, not that that wasn't fun. This is gonna be a much more light-hearted conversation than which, than what we just had. Which um, one are we doing? So we're gonna talk about the Olympics a little bit. Um, I I think I have an article here that I think dovetails very nicely into something that you wanted to talk about with the Olympics. Um, and that is just Olympic events in general and your interest in different Olympic events. Um, so the way I want to start this, and as Jim just said, give us a call, 707-895-2448, if you've got anything you want to we talk about one, Olympics related Before you get, not. instead of getting a little bit further and then me cutting you off, let me cut you off now. Okay, we, we yeah, go for it. You're on the air. Hi, um, it's Patty again. Hey, Patty. Doctor, um, but Rich. not t- calling about a doctory thing. Um, I <laughs> I just wanted to <laughs> highlight one of my uh, favorite things of this Olympics so far. I, to be honest, I haven't been watching. I don't have a TV, so I just kind of catch up on the highlights. As I do with all sports, I kind of catch up on the highlights every day. I look at the Twitter and see the different things. But one of my favorite moments um, so far, I love swimming. I love swimming personally. I've never competed myself, but um, just can really appreciate um, those events. Um, I, did you guys see the, the 19-year-old from Alaska? We, who, we, like, came out of nowhere and won, which I know it was a breast, it was a 200 breaststroke, I believe. I, I have yeah. my take on so, this. So, Patty, Patty, my... Pat, you go, Jeff, go. Okay, so, Patty, my favorite moment in, uh, with her was, I didn't watch the race, but I saw the highlights of it. My favorite moment for her was, so she finishes the event, she turns around to look at the yeah. monitor and the shock <laughs> on her face when she realized that she won because she had no idea what place she, she finished. Didn't. And I think swimmers yeah. will tell you that. It, it, that was my favorite moment was like her just looking at the monitor and just the, the pure shock on her face. It's like, oh, my goodness, I just won a gold medal. Yeah, it's an amazing race. I mean, even if, uh, luckily, a 200 is, is short enough that <laughs> most people can tolerate it, but can tolerate watching it. It's not like a big distance event. But, I mean, she she really came from behind. I mean, I think that one, and then I, I, I want to say um, there was, like, an, an 800 free. There was a, there was another, like, long-distance swimming event that, um, you know, the American was behind. This was on the men's side. And it was freestyle, and the, the the guy came from behind. I mean, he was like in fourth or fifth. I think I think the same thing with, happened with Katie Ledecky too in the first ever fifteen hundred meter freestyle. Um, and it it is really I I don't know any competitive swimmers, but to see the number of swimmers who would hit the wall and look up and like not know what was happening, like they didn't know they won, and then they looked up and they were surprised or just exhausted and happy. Um, but I thought that was surprising. But seeing, did you guys see the reaction of like the watch party in Alaska? I, I wanted to bring that up. I, I want to. That, that's what I was waiting for, Patty. I talked about this with Jerry before the show, so I'm, I'm like, I do better on on the sports phone when I've rehearsed. And Jerry can do anything. <laughs> 
and so can you off the top of your head. But um, the the watch party aspect of this, I believe, is a result of there no being no fans. It's one of the results. Those friends and family, some of them would have been at in Tokyo watching this person yeah. swim. So the watch party concept, NBC is jumping on it all over. They showed oh, sure. the, the, the heat when the um, the Alaska swimmer first qualified and like her parents and a couple friends were at their house then the next event there was like a hundred people the next event mm -hmm. they showed their house i think they were in a gymnasium and there was yeah. like 500 people watching <laughs> and it, it reminded me of a little bit about Giannis and the milwaukee bucks with all those people outside i still had that good feeling you know yeah i think yeah no i guess i didn't i hadn't thought about that i mean it's it, i just had forgotten that it, there was a pandemic um because it was the same thing with um suny lee's um family and like the whole Hmong community in um in saint paul too and just seeing like just that like pure joy i mean people just jumping up and down i mean it was just such a i i've watched it so many times just because it makes me so happy like both of those like watch party celebrations and I, just, I i that is one thing and i i love when nbc puts them like side by side and so you can like see the like the end of like for the swimming races um and then see the people reacting kind of as as it's progressing hmm. so just wanted to bring yeah, I, just, I just wanted to bring that up because i just i i was so like that that those moments made me really happy thanks patty so yeah, just just that. to throw it out there real quick, I'll, I'll uh, leave, I'll leave Lydia Jacobs, who who the go ahead, Jer. Sorry, Jim. What were you we saying? No, go ahead. I just wanted to. I I, I hung up on Patty there. What were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say uh, she's seventeen, not nineteen. She's seventeen. This 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 the swimmer from Alaska. Yeah, she's seventeen. I so feel these, like that's worth throwing out. These are high school. Yeah, not nineteen. She's seventeen. These are high school buddies watching. Yeah. So does that lead into yeah. the question on events? Do you want to, you want to, is that what you're going to do? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So like I said, I think there's kind of two ways we can take this. Uh, 707-895-2448. Give us a ring um, if you want to talk about sports. But kind of what, what I wanted to talk about was I, I found this article about Olympic event popularity. And, and I thought it was kind of interesting. So the International Olympic Committee uh, does its revenue sharing to the different uh, international sports federations based on popularity. And popularity is based on television viewing numbers, internet popularity, public surveys, ticket requests, press coverage, and the number of countries that join the event. They divided this list into seven tier, hold on, excuse me, six five tiers, yeah, five tiers plus a tier for new events that weren't hadn't been in the Olympics before. Um, I thought it was really interesting to see what events fell into what tiers. So, for example, if you're unfamiliar with the idea of tiers, A tier is the most popular. E tier on this was the least popular based on kind of the conditions that that uh, were put together here. Um, quick Tim, summary, do you want quick, to take any, any guesses here? Quick summary, Jer. What we're saying here is they base how much money, say, the International Basketball Association gets based on the popularity of the sport. You listed off how they Correct. determined the popularity, viewing and all Correct. that stuff. Yes, um, I would say yeah. basketball is up there. I would say soccer's up there. Hello, caller, you're on the air. Hello, you're on the air. Hey, can you hear me? Yep. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Uh, 
you guys have the coolest show on KZYX. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> really? Thanks, Vince. God, uh, you're that that you're you, this show itself touched that off with you more than usual. Oh man, I, this is this is I, tonight's one of those great nights where you have you hit a topic that's big, and a lot of people and I, I heard fresh voices tonight that I've never heard before. That's true. Telling us how they're not asses. They listen to the show, and everybody, you guys have created a monster. You're like. Yeah, you know, I think you're pushing trading time for the most popular local program. I'm just saying, in my, my opinion. It's not, uh, great, great stuff, great topics. Okay, uh, right off the top of your head, Vince. You guys, what are, what are the together. three? What are the three most by, by public voting? By public, uh, what Jerry just said. What do you think of the three most popular Olympic sports? Name them, and then we're going to take another one. Uh, I think you always have the hundred meter dash. Um. The, there's got to be one swimming event in there for sure. I, I, don't, I don't know which one, but there's a swimming, definitely the 100 meter dash, and then I think the floor routine and gymnastics for summer. Huh. What do you? And before for uh, Jerry gets that, uh, that, Jerry, that doesn't really answer, does it? Because is it wasn't wouldn't swimming be the event, not not the 100 meters, anything or whatever? Well, I think if you're looking at track and field, Jim, the 100-meter dash in track and field is the most popular track and field event. Maybe the 4 by one Maybe the relay tops it. And so in swimming, I'm not familiar enough. What is the exciting swimming event to watch? I, I don't know, but I imagine that would be one of the top three watched ones for sure, I, I think. Chair, is that it. what I, you were getting I, at, yeah. Chair? Chair, are you there? Yeah, can you can yeah. am I good to talk now? I can hear you now. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So Vince actually got them all right. Um, in the sense of they, they don't they don't make it that specific. At uh, track and field is one category. Swimming is one category. Gymnastics is one category. So Vince got the top three categories, so to speak. The top three categories in terms of 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 how the IOC groups things are. Track and field, aquatics, and gymnastics. And what, what That's, that is the top tier of events. Am I wrong? Is basketball in there? Basketball is, is the second tier. Basketball is in the B tier. Wow. So the, the A tier of Olympic event popularity is track and field, aquatics, and gymnastics. So Vince got all three. He just decided to go with the specific event, which is fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, and then basketball is in the second tier. Basketball is is, a, is the second tier of popular. What else is in that tier? I would have thought uh, they, that would be in the first tier. Uh, yeah, so the second it's it's interesting because when I when I was looking at this list, it all it all honestly I think makes a lot of sense. Like when you start to go through it. Um, so other events that are in the second tier are basketball, cycling, soccer, tennis, and volleyball. And I don't think there's anything in there that surprises me in the sense of like, there's nothing in there that I don't think is unpopular, but I also don't think there's anything in there that belongs in the same tier as track and field swimming and gymnastics in terms of Olympic popularity. That makes sense. Huh. And yeah. Um, keep, keep going. Yeah. So then, yeah, let me know when you hear one that you think is that belongs in a different tier. I guess we could do it that way. Um, like if you hear, if you think there's one that should be lower or higher. So the third tier is archery, badminton, boxing, judo, rowing, shooting, table tennis, and weightlifting. 
I think rowing is too high already. I think table tennis should be up on number two. As soon as you mentioned rowing, especially distance rowing, I, I, I can't imagine. It's too straight. It's too, I don't know. It's just, to me, it's boring. <laughs> I, I think the only way you make rowing better is if you treat it like horse racing and you, you, you place bets on it. Right. Hmm. Got another call. You guys there? You're on the air. How you guys doing tonight? How you guys doing? Thanks for having me. We're rolling. Yeah, what, go for it. What do you got? All right, man. We're here to talk more about BMX racing. As you guys know, it's an Olympic <laughs> sport now. So we had a few uh, United States competitors go out to uh, Tokyo and uh, throw it down with the greatest on the globe. Um, unfortunately, no Americans came back this time with any hardware, um, though the Netherlands got a gold medal and a bronze medal in the men and women's. Um, it was a real big, spectacular show. You know, everybody came out and put their all. Uh, we had an American rider go down and have to take the ambulance ride home. Um, and we, uh, we hope he's doing great right now. His name's Connor Fields. He's the defending gold uh, medal champion from the 2016 Olympics. Um, and uh, it was a wild ride. I don't hear many people talking about it, but, you know, here I am again. You know, going to tell you guys all about the BMX. <laughs> I love it. Um, we're right. We're out of time. I, uh, th there's a good plug for the BMX. Jerry, we're out of time. We're getting out of time here. Before um, you sum it up and talk a little bit about next week, where is BMX biking in that in that list of popularity? So yeah, so it was un it was uh, uncategorized. Um, there was a group of events that did not go into one of the tiers because it was their first year as an Olympic event. Huh. All right, we're yeah, uh, so they just didn't know where to place them. It was that it was that surfing, uh, there were, and then there were a few others that, that were first time events. That we're they on the thirty seconds here. All right, let's wrap it up. Uh, right. So next week again, Jim will be off the show. Chad will be joining me again, my college roommate, former broadcast partner of mine when I was in college. Uh, we're looking forward to that. Uh, thanks for everyone that listened here on the sports phone. Uh, Jim and I will be back in two weeks, uh, hopefully. Um, but I will be back on the sports phone next week, so we'll talk to everyone next week on the show. Thanks for calling and listening. Very great show tonight. Thanks for all the calls. This has been a production of KZYX, Philo, 90.7 FM, KZYZ, Willits and Jukaya, 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM, Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. You can check out our website at kzyx.org to find more content like this, and consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thanks for listening.